Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey everybody and welcome to this pop-up podcast, the podcast I didn't know I was going to be recording. And today's episode is prompted from one of um, the women in the Seekers Method. It's this beautiful woman. Her name is Paula. Hello, Paula, (laughs) who just posted something so magnificent in the Seekers Method that, and it was so deep that if she were, you know, one of my proximity clients or Um, one of my VIP clients, I would have immediately been, you know, just coaching her in the moment and helping her to just get unstuck and helping her and coaching her as a Christian life coach and giving her revelations of God's word so that she could get unstuck and fear, unstuck from the fear that is weighing her down. So um, I did get permission from this client, Paula, and she did say I could share this with you. So I'm doing a podcast on this. Now, let me give you a little pretense here, a little bit of an understanding, some context of what's going on this in the Seekers Method. So um, in the Seekers Method, we are we are between we are about to switch phases right so there's technically four phases of the seeker's method and as we enter one phase we enter into as we exit phase 1 we enter phase 2 and phase 2 is where i lead very slowly and confidently all of the women in the seeker's method into fasting now for some of them fasting is overwhelmingly terrifying right and um but everybody you know that i've worked with in the past has done so wonderfully with fasting because of the phases that come before the fasting phase so that's kind of the background right of what we're talking about <clears throat> so my client paula Um, posted in the Seekers Method today. She said, so I'm struggling with the idea of not wanting to be around or to go to events where there's food because I don't want to say no. I don't want to resist or sacrifice. And then she gives an example, such as planning a weekend away at a friend's house where there would be a Christian dinner concert. She goes on to say, it feels It feels fearful and paralyzing to commit to a weekend away surrounded by food. She says that I feel in the moment I prayerfully could stick to a a sloppy version of the meal plan that I'm following, but the thought of committing to it and being willing to want to go now one month in advance is just fear-filled. And then she goes on to say how today's seeker sesh, which, you know, at the time that she posted this, um, it was Sunday and I had just done a seeker sesh. Um, She said the seeker's session helped tremendously with allowing, with how, you know, Sherry taught about how to allow God to use the circumstances in my life to strengthen me. But I find myself asking, will I have to deny myself forever? Or are we, or will we be denying and fasting during our windows and then eating in our meal plans, eating in our meal plans and able to enjoy food during events with people. She goes on to add, and then where then there's the whole issue of how much food because I don't get full full very easily. She continues by saying, I'm struggling with wanting, and she put those in quotes, wanting to be good and wanting to avoid situations, and I fear it will be like this forever. 
She says, I have a lot of weight to lose, and this is going to be a long haul. I understand leaning in and making the hard choices, and I am willing to make the sacrifices, and I know that resisting is going to be hard. I'm just wondering, what's it going to look like? And I'm, I'm just wondering what it's going to look like and really struggling with how long. She says, oh Lord, exclamation point. And even as I write this, I can sense that the enemy is taunting me. I guess I need some help, some clarification, some vision, and some prayers. Signed, Paula. Okay, so first of all, Paula, thank you. I mean, I don't know about the rest of you, but that was so profoundly transparent and real, right? She's acknowledging real things. Um, I can, I love it because I'm able to see changes in her where she's already learning from what I'm teaching in the Seekers Method, right? Like she's already learning how I teach my clients that when you feel enticed to reason or justify, you have company. You have company. And she's basically saying that she can already sense the enemy's presence and that he's taunting her. But she said so many profound things in here. You know, I want to hover over the circumstance thing real quick. Um, she said, you know, I know that God was going to use my circumstances to strengthen me. Yeah, that's something I teach in the Seekers Method too. And I want to give context to it because I'm about to kind of go through each of these line by line to kind of coach Paula. <clears throat> yeah, so I teach in the Seekers Method that... Um, if you keep resisting your circumstances, you're never going to be made stronger because you need to be made stronger so that once you lose the weight, you can keep it off. Because once you arrive at your weight loss promised land, a lot of women think that, oh, I've lost the weight, bring back all the food and living the way I used to live. And the reality is, is it just doesn't work that way. After a certain age, our hormones, everything in our body has been destroyed to the point where insulin sensitivity, all of these things and insulin res resistance, and uh, there's just so many things I could go on and on about. All of these things have been destroyed, that this entire weight loss journey is all about the renewing of your mind. And so when you go through your weight loss journey and you go through the mind renewal work, that mind renewal work within you is strengthened. You are strengthened against the temptations along the journey to losing your weight because temptation is never going to go away. And God will use your circumstances on a daily basis, even you know for events like Paula shared with us. He will use these circumstances to strengthen you so that when you've lost the weight and you're at the you know, your goal weight, when you're there, you can stay there because you will know what to do, how to narrow your path, how to broaden your path to take a vacation and how to dial it back in because I give you all the tools in the Seekers Method, all, the Seekers Toolbox. You'll have all of those tools. Um, so when she's talking about the circumstances, it's because I, I encourage my clients, it, the minute you lean into the circumstance and you stop feeding the circumstance, meaning running to food because life is hard, God will use that circumstance to make you stronger little by little. Okay, so I want to break this down um, for Paula to just encourage her so that she can, well, number one, so that she can really have some answers. But then also for those of you who are listening to the podcast, I want you to see what it's like when you work with me in proximity coaching, right? If hypothetically this were Paula and she were my proximity client and she had just sent me a private Voxer message with this entire paragraph of the things that are weighing heavily on her heart, these are the things that I would be sending back to her. So her first, her first thing that she shares with me 
is that she's struggling with the idea of not wanting to go around or attend events because there's food, right? And so she doesn't, she doesn't want to go because um, there's food because I don't want to say no, I don't want to resist or sacrifice. And then she gives the example of planning a weekend away at a friend's house, um, I guess maybe in a month's time, where there will be a Christian concert. Um, all right, so let me unpack that. The first thing I want to share with you, Paula, is Second Corinthians. No, <laughs> really, Second Timothy two twenty two. This is a scripture that tells us to flee our youthful lusts. And so, what I'm attempting to translate or to say to you by sharing this scripture is to let you know that not going to events is an option. It's profoundly courageous. You have no idea. When I first set out on my weight loss journey, I turned down many invitations, especially where there was going to be food and alcohol because it was a double whammy to me, right? I could easily be convinced by my friends who were wine pushers to drink the alcohol. I could easily, and I, it's because I was, I was young in my ability to make the connection about who I am in Christ and how that applies to me in my entire life. And so I wasn't strong enough in the Lord to be able to say no where I needed to. My character wasn't strengthened, right? Like now I'm in the, the my character has been developed and I'm strong in my character now and I'm in the fullness of my capacity of who I am in Christ. So I can easily now go to events and food pushers and alcohol pushers don't bother me. But God used circumstances to strengthen me to get here. And there were many instances where 2 Timothy 2.22 was on, on my heart. I just simply didn't go. So I want you to know that that's an honorable option. Okay? So that was the first part. The other part of that was you said, I don't want to say no. Let me get to that. I don't want to say no, resist, or sacrifice. Okay, let me take this apart. I don't want to say no. So, so, you don't want to say no, which means you want to say yes, right? <laughs> so let me ask you this. What I'm just going to go into coaching mode. What will saying yes give you and what will it take away, right? What will resisting the wrong foods give you and take away? What will sacrificing give you and take away? Think about each of those things as you ponder the statement, um, you know, I'm going to these events where there's food and I don't want to say no, right? What is your goal in this season of your life? If your goal is weight loss, what could happen if you committed to saying no to the things that you should say no to? What could happen if you resisted the things that you should resist, right? James 4, 7 there. What could happen if you sacrificed and applied Romans 12, 1? Do you see what I'm saying? So I encourage you, Paula, just even as, see this as, you know, you testing what it's like to be in proximity coaching. So just answer those questions for yourself. Let me get to the next question here. Okay, next question. It feel well, statement. It feels fearful and paralyzing to commit to a weekend away surrounded by food. Okay, let's talk about that. So here's something I want to say about fear. If you're, it feels fearful, she said, what what you need to know is God will use this as an opportunity. He will take the sting out of fear. And know this, fear is necessary in order for you to exercise courage, right? 
That's how you exercise courage. You feel the fear and you do it anyhow. And God didn't give you a spirit of fear. He gave you a spirit of power, of love, and of self-control. Well, of self-discipline. You have what it takes. You're used to feeling fear in your soul, in your mind. And what I would encourage you to do, I would encourage you to answer this question. What could happen if instead of feeling fear in your body, you trusted what you know in your spirit about what kind of spirit you have, about how much grace God has available to you and how much it's sufficient for you? Everything you have and need in order to go on this weekend away is available to you, but it's in your spirit. In your flesh, you feel this fear, but in your spirit, you can override it. Every single moment that it's hard, God, I need your grace, your supernatural ability to help me do what I can't do on my own, because you can't do this on your own. I mean, your entire post says that you can't do it on your own, and that's okay. This is you awakening and realizing just how much you need a savior every single day. Okay, next question. So good. <laughs> well, it's not a question, Sherry. Why do you keep saying questions? Oh, it is a question. Okay. Um, it says, she asks, but I find myself asking, will I have to deny forever? Oh, mic drop question of the year, right? Well, here's the thing. Well, first of all, I want to say Matthew, I don't know, um, Matthew 16, 24 through 26. This is the scripture where Christ says, if you want to follow me, let whoever wants to follow me, he must deny himself, take up his cross and follow me, right? This applies to us. And I. Th- this is why I wanted to do a podcast on this, because this is so good. So many women, even women who come into the Seekers Method, believe, all right, I wanted to lose 25 pounds. They start working with me. And after they've lost 25 pounds, they think that now I can start eating cake. And now I can start having alcohol on the weekends again. And now I can um, get a little bit sloppy with my choices. And now I can eat this and I can eat that. And before you know it, they've gained five or 10 pounds back on. This is all about the renewing of your mind. Paula, when you get to the, your weight loss, your metaphorical weight loss promise land, you won't have to deny forever because you will have the strength to do what you should do. Okay, there's that. Um, the other thing is, is when you get to your weight loss promise land, you will simply not want certain foods anymore because you will have had such a profound experience doesn't matter how long your trip's going to take to get there. You will have had such a profound experience through the renewal of your mind that you will know now what happens to your body and your mind and the nearness of God, your God voice, all of that. You will have such revelation of what the impact of wrong foods does to your body. So many women like get free of, you know, all of these different conditions, skin conditions, depression, um, Hashimoto's, rheumatoid arthritis. Um, oh my goodness. I, there's so many and yet I can't think of one of them. Um, joint pain, you know, oh my goodness, plantar fasciitis, all of these different conditions, um, diverticulitis, Crohn's disease, all of these things go away when your body is eating healthy. Weight loss is a byproduct of your health. 
So once you get to the point of your hormones being realigned, your ghrelin being corrected, your cortisol being corrected, um, oh, just I don't even want to go down that rabbit hole. But once all of these hormones become corrected and you're no longer craving sugar the way that you're probably still craving it a little bit right now, and once you're at that point where you're strong against temptation, denying forever takes on new meaning, right? Like, the way that I eat, Polly, you know how I eat. We've, we've, if you've been, you know, I, I think I've said it since you've been in the Seekers Method, but the way that I eat right now is because God has me at a different standard in my life. And I know that if I spike my insulin with anything or I have wrong oils, it takes away my ability to truly discern his voice. And my food choice now gives him a voice. So I'm still denying myself but it's so easy to deny myself. I can bake a cake. This week, I'll probably show you in the Seekers Method. I'm going to be baking a birthday cake for my mom. I used to tell myself stories like, well, I got to taste it and make sure it tastes good. I know how good it tastes. It comes from a Betty Crocker box. I mean, come on, right? Like, I know how amazing the mashed potatoes taste. I can't eat mashed potatoes. My body rejects potatoes, I know. Um, but you get stronger, because you, your body, your health is restored. Your hormones are restored. Weight loss has happened. You no longer want those things. But then once you get to that point of being at your weight loss promised land, you have the choice of denial or not denial. And what I mean by that is you get to the point of having, which is ultimately your goal of metabolic, metabolic flexibility, where you can know what your narrow path is, and know how to broaden it ever so slightly to go to an event and then how how to dial it back in and how long that dial back in takes. Or you'll, you'll be so good at self-coaching that you'll go to an event and you'll see the cake. This is still me addressing the do I have to deny forever question. You'll see the birthday cake and you'll think, what is my goal in this season, right? If you know you want to pray and fast for a family member, Cake might not be a choice, in which case you might say, I'm going to say no tonight. I'll pass on the cake. So will I have to deny forever? Probably not. Um, are certain foods just simply going to fall away? Very likely, yes. If you stick with this through the long haul, and I believe it and declare in the name of Jesus that you have within you the ability to do what you should in order to be freed from this weight so that you can restore your health, you will get to a point where you can choose to have the cake or choose to leave the cake. And then you'll have the tools to respond accordingly. I hope that helps. Okay, so the next question or statement that she had is um, regarding our fasting, during our fasting windows, the ways that I'm teaching them in the Seekers Method. <coughs> um, she's asking, well, let me read it to you. Or are we, will we be denying and fasting during our windows and then eating in our meal plans and able to enjoy food during events and with people? Well, the answer is yes. <laughs> um, so you'll have a fasting window. And this is why in the Seekers Method, you know, I posted those pink sheet calendars for you. Um, your fasting window can ebb and flow. It can be really strong during, you know, one week. And then the next week it can be, you know, not as strong because of extenuating circumstances, be it hormones, be it um, trips, all of these things. Um, and so what I encourage you to do is pay attention 
really dial in your food so that you get really strong with fasting. Um, And by that, I mean being really obedient with what you're eating so that you get really strong with your fasting. You'll notice that the cravings and things fall away. You'll be, you'll feel stronger in your flesh so that you're, you can start to lead in the spirit and no longer be mastered by your flesh where temptation starts to fall away and God's grace becomes sufficient. And what happens is you can say, well, if I'm going to a wedding tomorrow, I want to change my fasting window so that I fast until let's say one o'clock, I break my fast at home with XYZ food, I fill up at home, and then I go to the event where I'm just planning to have a salad and enjoy, and nobody's the wiser. So there's so many things I want to say about that, but the main thing is that fasting should not become hyper-religious, right? You should fit fasting into your life. And that's the whole purpose behind the seekers method. The physical purpose of it is to show you that you don't have a weight loss problem. You have a thinking problem, right? We go to these events and we think we have to eat like the people and we succumb to it um, like everybody else. But the reality is, is if you just approach it differently, you'll see that you did, you can renew your mind and correct your thinking problem and just eat accordingly so that you can go to the event and still eat on plan. I want to assure you that you can do this. I want to assure you that not only have I done this, but countless other women in the Seekers Method have too. Okay, then she goes on to say, and then there's the whole issue of how much food because I don't get full. Oi. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about that. Um, first of all, that's that's because your hormones are not aligned. Once your hormones come into alignment, your ability to feel sated, your ability to feel full, feel, uh, my Ohio accent's coming out, your ability to feel full will be felt sooner. And the more you fast, the more your hormones will come into correction, right? Because what happens when you're fasting is your body is able to go through cellular repair. The longer you fast, the more you step into, you know, like say 20 hours of fasting, which Paula, I'm not telling you to do. We will get to that near the end of phase two, but your body goes through um, cellular repair as you get to that 20 hour window for women called um, a state of autophagy. Autophagy is where your body just starts correcting things that have been broken and getting rid of, you know, um, toxins in your fat cells and all of these things, but I digress. So the whole issue of too much food, I don't get full. You're not getting full just yet because your hormones are out of alignment. As you dial in what you're eating and you get the insulin out of the insulin spiking foods, the grains, um, the wrong, just all the things we're talking about, the sugars, all of those things, as you get rid of those, you will feel fullness sooner. As we fast, you will step into a fullness sooner. You'll be able to give yourself the apple test, you know, and that's what I teach you in the Seekers Method where I I have you ask yourself, okay, am I really hungry or is this a habit? Am I really hungry or is it just because I smell food or I'm tempted or because I, I could choose to eat? And you ask yourself, would I, am I so hungry that I would eat an apple? And if the answer is yes, break your fast. If the answer is no, then you're just in a habit. You're just in a circumstance, right? So once we get deeper into fasting, that will go away. Um, And the other thing is, I encourage you while we're on this journey together, Paula, to take that thought captive. 
Then there's the whole issue of how much food because I don't get full. You will never believe that you can get full if you constantly believe that you don't get full. All right. So I want you to be very forward looking. I also want you to start adding more fat to your food, like your, especially dinner. You know how, if you're having, you know, I don't know, I'm just going to give you a hypothetical. You're having a grilled chicken salad with all of the fixings. Um, add to it a healthy amount of fat. Don't hold back the fat in your salad dressings. Um, add some hard-boiled eggs. Eat the whole egg. Add some avocados. Eat the entire avocado. Because the more we can get your body fueled by fat and not looking for sugar or insulin, the more your hunger signals, your ghrelin, uh, uh, the more your, I, I keep going to technical and I, I have to correct myself, the more your hormones will correct and the less hungry you will feel. You will start to feel sated longer. Also, I encourage you um, to, you know, maybe break your fast with a big drink of water first, a big cool thing of water, and then break your fast with, um, you know, have some fat first, have some protein, and then go into the carby vegetables, things like that. Okay, the next thing that she shares with us, I'm struggling with wanting, she puts that in quotes, with wanting to be good and wanting to avoid situations and fear, she puts that in quotes, it will be like this forever. Oh, I love your honesty, Paula. <laughs> so first of all, when you notice yourself wanting to do this, desiring to do this, know that you can. You came pre-assembled with everything that you need in your spirit of power and love and self-restraint to be able to do what you want to do. You have within you all that you need in your spirit where you know what to do so that you can overcome your fleshly urge to just want to be good, to want to, to avoid the wrong things, right? So my Christian life coaching question for you is, what do you want more? Do you want, do, is it that you want to be good or do you want to be good and be free? You have to really decide. You have to see that you have a choice. What do I want more? Do I just want to be good or do I want to be good and know that I can through Christ who strengthens me? Do I know that if I go here, there's going to be hard circumstances that I can overcome and that will make me stronger so that I can be free. And so you can see that most of us, like most of all of my clients have just been conditioned in these areas. And this is, this is why women can't lose weight because we want to do these things. But when we get there, our want is in our soul. It's in our mind where we feel things. I want to make a good choice, but I kind of feel like having a lot of fun. This is where enticement becomes the victor and you become the victim, right? So my encouragement for you would be to acknowledge that you have to go into these situations making a choice to be led in the spirit and to yield to the spirit because your flesh will want to do things. It will want to justify and reason. And in your, in your flesh, your soul, your mind is what I'm talking about here. This is the only place where the enemy can get you, right? She goes on to say, um, I fear it will be like this forever. I think I might have already read that. 
um, that you fear it will be like this forever. So your first clue is fear, right? Is that true? Is there anything? What can't you overcome with Christ? And if you overcome all of these food struggles through Christ who strengthens you, is there anything for you to fear? And especially after I've just coached you and helped you to see that once you get to your weight loss promised land, that you will be stronger, right? And so know that it will, this will be a self-fulfilling prophecy that I fear it will be like this forever. If you say that kind of thing, first of all, you're building your faith in what you're saying because faith comes by hearing, right? Start building your faith in what you can do through Christ and how you are dead to the power of sin. The thing I, I lost my train of thought. There was something I was going to say about this. Um, if you believe the thought, I believe it will be like this. I fear it will be like this forever. It will be like that forever because you will be unable to believe that it won't be. Right? It will be like this forever if you constantly negotiate what you want in the moment for what you want most. So you have to constantly start coaching yourself. What do I want most? And will this choice of choosing this food give me what I want most or just what I want now? Okay, the next thing she shares, she says, I have a lot of weight to lose and this is going to be a long haul. So I want to just, I just want to park there for a second. I want you to know, Paula, it will be longer if you keep trusting your circumstances and building your faith in negative faith, which is fear. If you don't take wrong thoughts captive, if you don't start self-coaching and making the choice to be led in your spirit of power where you know what to do, where you have the ability to pray for God's strength and you have access to receiving his strength, but it's spiritual, right? Everything that you're attempting, that you've shared with us, that you are attempting to overcome is just in your, in your mind. You overcome it in your, so, in your spirit. So I have a lot to lose. It will be long if I keep, if it will be long, yeah, if you keep trusting your circumstances versus overcoming your circumstances, right? So I encourage you to trust that while you have a lot to lose, every day that you do what you should do, you will have less to lose. Does that make sense? Okay, her next statement is just wondering what it's going to look like and really struggling with how long, with how long. Um, okay, so let's talk about that real quick. So here's the first thing, wanting to know what it's look like, what it's going to look like. First of all, I want to tell you this. You have a spirit of self-control, not control, right? If you control yourself by yielding in the Holy Spirit, what it's going to look like is it's still going to be a long time and it is still going to be hard. You're still going to have to make sacrifices, but that's okay because you are going to be made stronger. You will lose the weight. You will arrive in your weight loss promise land and it will have been so worth it because your mind will have been renewed. You will have such nearness in your relationship with God that nothing will taste as good as his nearness feels. 
And when you're struggling with how long it, okay, so let's talk about, um, I hope this podcast is making sense because this is all just like off the top of my head here from my heart. Um, so what you're struggling with is how long, oh Lord, you say, (laughs) um, because this is going to be a commitment, right? It's like you're breaking up with a boyfriend right now. Oh dear, how long am I going to have to be away from the thing I love? I want you to know the further you are away from the foods that have been stealing your health and the, the longer you walk eating the right foods that enable to enable you to be strengthened so that your health is restored, the more that you do this, the stronger you're going to get, the more you're going to be able to be committed. But let me ask you this, where else in your life have you been able to commit to things that take a long time, right? Like, do you ever struggle with how long it's going to be and how hard it is going to be to stay, how long it's going to take and how long it's, and how hard it's going to be to stay committed to your husband and what that's going to look like? No. Every single day, you just, you realize that you've committed. So you wake up and you're still committed and you go to bed and you're still committed and you wake up the next day and you're still committed. If you can commit in that area and you don't know what the end result's going to look like, you can commit in this area. So Commit only to doing what you need to do and break up with the desire to know how long and what it's going to look like. Just commit to committing, right? You've proven that you can commit. And so what could change if, how do I want to say this? If your mind were set on what you are doing now and how you just need to keep making the next right choice. If you stopped looking at how you're not there yet and you don't know what the entire journey is going to look and feel like and instead know that you are on your way and if you keep following the map and going the way that you should go, you will arrive at your final destination. doesn't matter how long it's going to take. You already know it's going to take a long time. How could, what could change if you just kept your mind set on today, on what you're doing today and how you just need to keep making the next right choice? What could change? How could that free you? How could, how could this keep you focused on just today and enabled to believe that soon enough you will have the strength to persevere, that you will have the endurance that it takes. Soon enough, what could happen if you started believing that if I just keep making the next right choice, I will reap a harvest if I don't give up? My encouragement for you would be to take the end details off the table, right? Know where you're going. It's like a road trip. Whenever you take a road trip, you know where you're going. You have a mental image of what it's going to look like, your destination. Say you're going to the Holiday Inn in Hollywood, California, but you start out in New York City and you're driving. You know it's going to be a long trip. You don't know what you're going to encounter on the trip, but you're up for it. Every single day, you just have to get up, follow the right roads to get to your destination. And you have to resist the urge to pull off, (laughs) right? To pull over on the side of the road and 
you stay there because every time you pull off and stay on the side of the road and decide to just wallow in how you've not yet arrived at the Holiday Inn in California, in Hollywood, the more that you do that, the longer your journey is, the harder it becomes to believe that you're ever going to get there. The more the kids in the backseat are going to keep saying, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Right? <laughs> so take the end details off of the table. They are just the weights that are so easily weighing you down. All right, let me get to the last one here. Um, She says, I guess I need hope. I need clarification. I need vision and I need prayers. Okay, so my question for you, and this is me taking you back to Numbers 13, 27 through 33. And this is where the spies were sent into the promised land, Paula. Are you going to trust the minority report of the promised land and how much it is full of everything that you want and that your God is big enough to get you there despite how many, despite how big the giants are? Or are you going to follow and trust the majority report of defeat that says it is an impossible task? Right? What are you going to trust? Are you going to step out of your comfort zone so that you can step into your full capacity? Or are you going to stay where you are? My encouragement for you would be to answer the questions I've asked you today, to get a vision of what is possible for you if you will just believe, if you will just yield, if you will just have a plan and simply obey that plan hour after hour, day after day. If you will just start desiring to do what is right instead of what feels right. If you will just crucify your flesh. If you will just pick up your cross. right? If you will just speak the word of God to build your faith. What could change If you had a vision of what could be possible for Paula if she were to just crucify her flesh and to see this journey as profoundly more spiritually than you've been trusting physically, what could be different? Could you get a vision? Does that provide clarification? Because where there's confusion, the enemy's there. You have company, right? But where there's clarity, you also have a way to see that God's grace is sufficient for you. So I also want you to just leave today with knowing that believing is seeing, right? We don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. If you keep believing and just putting one foot in front of the next, you will see the thing that you desire. A lack of vision is the reason that many do not finish their weight loss journey. So I hope that now, because you asked to be given a vision and some clarity, I hope that you cast a vision of what is possible. Get an understanding of how this entire weight loss journey will develop your character. 
get a full comprehension of who you are, Paula, in Christ, and therefore what you can do, and therefore what you are free to stop doing, and therefore what powers of sin are dead to you that you no longer have to trust and believe in, where you are no longer weighed down by anything that is hindering you in the way that it used to hinder you, that you can now begin to take wrong thoughts captive because you are able to discern what is a wrong thought from a right thought. So my encouragement for you would be to answer all of the questions, to get a vision of what's going to be required, to understand exactly how it's going to feel and how it's going to take a long time, but instead commit to doing what it takes instead of committing to liking it or committing to controlling the process or committing to um, the feelings and thoughts that you have about not eating these wrong foods for a season of your life or committing to all the feels of the possibility that you'll never be able to live and eat the way that you used to. That's okay. Break up with that because eating and living the way that you used to is what got your body in this condition. You have to make dramatic and drastic changes in order to turn things around. And once things are corrected, like I already blabbed on about, once things are corrected, you'll be able to have small amounts of things on occasion here and there. But it doesn't matter, you know, what meal plan you're following or anything. Everything I'm sharing with you is 100% true. Because God will use even your weight loss journey to make you stronger. Because when you get to the weight loss, at your weight loss goal or your metaphorical weight loss promised land, as I call it in the Seekers Method, when you get there, he knows that you need to be made strong enough to stay there. So see this for what it is. This is a profoundly spiritual journey that will have the physical byproduct of your health being restored. God cares about your transformation, and I know he cares about your health. He cares about your health spiritually, emotionally, and physically. And as you keep doing the right thing, you will start to see, and you've already been sharing with us, how profoundly more spiritual this journey is. And as you keep just doing the next right thing through God's grace, you will find your health being restored spiritually, emotionally, and physically in that order. And weight loss will just be a byproduct. I hope this blesses you.